the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. The final two Sundays before Christmas are called the Sunday of the Holy Forefathers and the Sunday of the Holy Fathers. And they are dedicated to the remembrance of the Old Testament righteous ones who, by their spiritual and ascetical efforts, uh, prepared the world for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and we can see that the evangelist Matthew begins his uh, narrative related to the birth of Christ by giving us this, this lengthy list of the ancestors of our Lord. And in this way shows us that Jesus Christ was a real person. He had a physical lineage. And, uh, and that is in place uh, among, the, among the Jewish people. But we also know, as we have been see, as we see in the, uh, in the gospel and we see in the epistles throughout the scriptures, that the family that is our Lord's transcends this physical lineage. As a matter of fact, there are some unrighteous people involved in this lineage. And this shows that the Lord was not afraid to take on the fallen nature of mankind. Uh, and this is also so that he could establish a family that is full of his life, full of his grace, full of his mercy. So as we move closer to our celebration once again, of the Feast of the Nativity, where we remember and celebrate the fact that God has become one of us, that he took on flesh and blood, that we might be saved, that we might become part of his family. That is what the Feast of the Nativity is all about. It is about God's family, and we in his church are his family. Uh, we brought in a new member yesterday, Darlene Amason. Darlene will be the first to take communion today and the next two Sundays. Um, we she was chrismated yesterday and became a member of the One Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. And we rejoice in that. But Darlene, I'm here to tell you, you didn't just join uh, some cold, stale organization. You became a member of Christ's body that's organic, that's alive, that breathes. And it is made up of his people, his presence among his people. The church is a family. It's God's family. And God will have a people for his own possession. This has been revealed throughout the history of mankind. The context of our salvation, which Christ brought to us, is familial. The genealogy of Christ reveals his ancestors and the incarnation itself takes place within the loving warmth of a family. St. Gregory Palamas writes, Do you see that the family and kin of Christ are not engendered according to nature, but according to grace and the law that comes from grace? This law is so far superior to the law given through Moses that whereas those called sons according to the law of Moses 
are neither born of God nor do they transcend human nature. Those styled sons by the law of grace are born of God, brought to perfection above nature, and made sons of Abraham through Christ, more closely associated with him than sons according to blood. St. Gregory Palamas. Thus, this is the nature of the body of Christ. We must realize and always remember that as members of God's family, we are connected to one another. This connection, this bond, which holds the church together is the love and life of Christ, which has been poured out within our hearts by the Holy Spirit. We are one in the body of Christ through holy baptism and chrismation, a sacramental act. This is not, the church is not some sort of collective personalism where we all are just individuals just doing our own thing and we happen to bump into each other one day a week like this is some pavilion out at the reservoir or something. That's not what the church is. The church is the body of Christ. It is alive. You and I are part of that. This is a wonderful thing for within this family of God that is the church, we can experience unity and know that we have a spiritual home where we are cared for and where we can offer ourselves as a living sacrifice to God. A place to come in out of the cold. That world out there is very cold. All kinds of difficulties that we all deal with every day. This pandemic is certainly at the forefront of all of that, but there are other things as well, always. There will always be something. God is above it all, and we are his. And if God be for us, who can be against us? We must remember that. We must reaffirm that in our hearts daily. We must believe that with all of our being. We're not only connected to each other, we're also connected in God's family to those who have gone on before us. Warmth, self-identity, and self-esteem are not the sum total of why we are God's family. We are told today of our forefathers who experienced incredible suffering and hardships and performed miracle after miracle. All is a testimony through faith in the kingdom of God. They did not have the privilege that we enjoy of knowing the Messiah. Yet they were fruitful to God, faithful to God, and dedicated their lives to him. Dear brothers and sisters, we are connected to these and to all of the saints who came after them too. One day by God's grace, we will be revealed with them in glory if we persevere. Perseverance is called for. For you and for me, we must run the race. We must fight the good fight. And with the grace of God, we can do it. And we must do it. In Hebrews 12, 1, Since therefore we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us and let us run with endurance the race Set before us, 
fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. He who became one of us, the second person of the Trinity, who had become the incarnate God, who is now fully God and fully man, that God has set down, he has accomplished his mission. He has accomplished what he came to do. So as we draw near to the Feast of the Nativity, we see once again that origin of, uh, of the realization, really, I guess would be a better way to say it, the, the re realization of the Messiah that had been promised, who came in the flesh to deliver his people and to save them. As members of Christ and of each other, we must take up our cross. We must fight the forces of darkness and live our lives in devotion to our Lord Jesus and in spiritual discipline. We must stand in the power of his might just as our forefathers did. That is their legacy to us. To believe, to trust, to persevere, to face darkness, not to flee from it, not to be afraid of it. If we will commit ourselves to the way which is straight and narrow, then we will experience life in his kingdom and his family, which not only provides us a refuge from the madness of this world, but prepares us for the glory which will be revealed one day when we are shown to be sons and daughters of the Most High. This is our calling. This is our destiny. This is our treasure. This is what it means to be an Orthodox Christian and a member of God's family. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.